that was some fairly shit vamping there, Ian. Sorry, um, <laughs> Sean just yawned and I froze. <laughs> I just I'm yawned, like, I was like, I, I was there just to see it. go on, go on, made go on. my point, I could repeat it, but... Hello and welcome to An Englishman and Irishman Go to the Movies, the podcast that is ready to believe you. I am your host, Sean Ferrick, and joining me, as always, is the man who I can confirm has no dick. It's Ian Whittington. Oh, Dickless the Clown. Yeah, nice. Good? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, when it's just, when it's there, yeah, how when can when you not use right. that as a line? Like, I, mean, I can on. confirm this, this man has no dick. <laughs> <laughs> Poor William Atherton. Like, I hope he had a happy life outside of films because he's just constantly being shit on. Oh, in he's. This and oh, Die Hard. Yeah, Die Hard. <laughs> well, I'm not the one who just got butt fucked on live TV, Dwayne. I've <laughs> <laughs> forgotten that line. That's brilliant. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> you were part of the problem, be part of the damn solution. Um, right, enough about Die Hard. That is great. Ian, how was your day for the context of people who can't see? Ian's just chucking into a nice screwdriver there in the middle of the <laughs> afternoon of a Monday. Um, how's yeah. things? Yeah, Good day? Um, screwdrivery. Yeah, it was fine. It was work. <laughs> All right. In which and case, now, have a double for me, will you? Yeah. And I'm gonna, we're going to talk about Ghostbusters because that's much more Woo. pleasant. Whoop. Well, how, how are you? Yeah. Sorry. Apologies. How are you, Sean? Oh, that's great. I know you don't care. Uh, but that's fine. Thank you for going through the motions. Uh, no, I'm news. very good. Thank you very much. <laughs> Um, I am looking forward to talking about this film because this is the second time in my life that I've seen this film. Is that it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're so coming was... at this from very different angles. I I knew we would, so that it'll be really interesting now to see kind of where this goes. But we are currently sitting on a steaming pile of news, so let's get straight into it, and it will also tie into what our plan is for the next few weeks. So Look at that to the news. To the news. Okay, so, funnily enough, before we get to the news, uh, let's just really quickly tell everybody what we're doing. So, we are. this will be released on the 21st of September, 2021, unless something goes horribly wrong. Don't say that, because that could happen. That's, have you lived yeah. through the last two years? Okay, exactly. I have lived, which means I'm indestructible. Captain Scarlet. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> I love that such a subset of our listeners are going to get that reference. Three people out there will get that very specific reference. <laughs> that was the weird... <laughs> Listen to the distance, you hear that? That's, what I was, that's the weird thing about Jerry Anderson, is that every actor was like... All of it was American, but it wasn't big in America. It was all in England. Totally. Like, you know, kind of ridiculous. I mean, kind of ridiculous, I guess. Yeah, it's just it seems to be something that never really took off over yeah. there. But yeah, um, Captain Scarlet, Thunderbirds. I know, God love them, they tried those Thunderbirds movies and it just never really... The live action. There's only Kirk. one. Um, the live action one. one. Yeah, that was Jonathan Frakes directing it as well. With what? with Hans Zimmer, and, which was yeah. I mean, if it was, you got a good combination there. Frakes can direct. Yeah. Um, and a theme song by McFly. Which there's your problem. Mm. <laughs> so, um, right, based on the roaring success that was Halloween 2020. Oh, I missed that film. We, uh, you're a spoon. <laughs> and we are doing, so we're doing a short series now, which is two films. 
which will become rapidly apparent when people kind of read the tra- the name of this episode. But uh, then we will be heading back into October, which is spooky month. Yeah. We have a couple of releases coming out, one of which ties directly into this podcast and one of which ties into all of the things that give me joy. Wait, what? Masks. And um, what the season seven watching. episode of TNG? <laughs> oh, if I could even remember the name, was it Masala or something like Tikka um, Masala? Musaka? Musaka um, is that what, is a is Greek it, dish no, as well. Yeah. I don't think either of us, but both went for food though. I we like did. that. Mufasa? No, Mufasa is someone else. Oh, Disney, you come after us. Nope, stop um, it. It is no, very is similar it, to all of these words that we're Mas- saying. Masana? Masana is Mas- Masana is Viking. Um, oh, yeah. You're gonna have to edit Steve. this down. It's not Steve. Steve. It's not. No, it's, it's not Steve. It's, it's, it's gone. It's gone. It's gone out of the episode. Ma- anyway, so uh, let's talk it's about. We'll, we'll get, we'll, yes. <laughs> is it actually Musaka? I think it is. I'm not gonna oh, let sorry, this I go. You read it. No, I hadn't. Yeah. Carry on. Vamp. All right. Vamp for me, All baby. Right. Vamp. Vamping. Right. I shall vamp. Okay. So. As we are recording this, the final trailer for Halloween Kills has just dropped. Now, the initial reviews are in and they are positive, which I'm very happy to say because, you know, when it's the 11 millionth sequel to a film, you know, anything You've better got than shite is usually a good yeah. review. But what number this is, is this? Now, this? Um, okay, hang Hi. on. Uh, H2O was 7, Resurrection 8, Rob Zombie brought it up to 10, which meant 18 was 11. You no, know, it's so not 18. Oh, 2018, no, no. right. 2018 <laughs> was 11, so this is... so this is. Uh, Got it. Uh, it is possible, though. Amityville's up to, like, 26. It's not. It, it Honest to God, it, it is, is because there's high. all TV movies that are counted as part oh, of it as well. that doesn't count. That's nonsense. Um, I can't find so, it. It's fine. We'll move on from that. We're going to say Musaka and just be done with it. No, we're going to say Masala, because you're not taking credit for this one as well, you bitch. It's not Masala. Anyway, so... Because yeah. <laughs> that's ridiculous. It's probably, it's probably Masaka now yeah. that you said it. Um, and it's Masande. It's Daenerys' friend not from Masande. Game of Thrones. Sorry. Let me talk about the film. Yes, um, sorry. It is, it's part of a new trilogy. So there was mm-hmm. 2018, there's Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends. And some of the critics are saying it feels like a middle film. Oh, it's good. Okay, but that suggests to me cliffhanger ending. Well, and this is the problem with knowing that there's a trilogy going in. That's it. There's kind but of no know. risk, so nothing's really going to happen because you save that for the finale. Now, I, I this is still going to be fun because I really enjoy this version of Laurie that's really unfucking hinged, um, mm. and it looks like this is the entire town just for the first time instead of being pussies actually going out there and kicking some butt but it still looks yeah. like he's more invincible than ever because it looks like he dodges bullets beats the shit out of everybody and obviously survives it he kind of has to doesn't he on now obviously look wild theory speculation going on i don't think they're gonna pull a it's not michael uh, i think that would be, oh, that would be too much of a cheat to the audience at yep. this point mm-hmm. um I don't think they're going to like do a thing where let's surprise everyone with the middle film and kill everyone, mm. you know. But then, who do we follow for the third one? Yeah, what do you do? Care? Um, I think the biggest missed opportunity have... is not calling the last one Halloween dies. How have you not done that? 
Halloween. Mm. Halloween kills. Oh, so kill. Halloween dies. Perfect. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I suppose, like, ends, like, if, if I'm thinking, oh, you know, I mean, ends could just suggest the exact same ending as dies. Dies is a more powerful title. Yeah. For sure. Um, I bet that was all down yeah. to, like, some bullshit focus group that people react better to end than die. That's true. And, and also, it is going to make it slightly harder to do a part 14. Yeah, and you, you know, know this won't them. be the end. This will, There will be another one. Just keep using the mask. Exactly, and if these kids—that's um, my concern—is if they're like, "Oh, look at this mask guy!" Oh, ex- where, some where, kid's going to pick it up, and they'll be abused mm. and some shit. Yeah. So, um, wild speculations will abound, but for now, uh, we don't know. No, uh, it looks good. It trailer well, looks oh, yeah, stunning. So, trailer looks stunning, and apparently, it is the most brutal one so far. Oh, that's saying some stuff. That is, like, in fairness, that is saying so, so. Some of the earlier ones went. Yeah, a lot of it was more suggested, or you could really see the eightiesness of it all. Yeah, and I say that with knowing love of the eighties, considering <laughs> the film we're talking about today. Yeah. Um, but uh, one guy said, and this is a threat you would never normally make to people. He said, "Have another look at Halloween 6. Now I don't know <laughs> if that's him saying. I once had to see this, and so now you have to see this. Yeah, we must suffer but, together. But that one dealt with Tommy Doyle, the character who's back in this one. Uh, play by, it's the third actor to play him, so it was the right. kid in the first one. Uh, it was Paul Rudd in Halloween 6, funnily enough. <laughs> yes, no, I uh, remember this. Yes. And uh, it's Anthony Michael Hall in yeah. this film. Um, now, that was a film where like Michael was being controlled by a cult, and you know as part of magic, he had to hunt down his family, so... I really would prefer not no. to rewatch Halloween 6. This is the problem, isn't it? You get a powerful, popular character and what genre can we spoon them into because people will come and see this regardless. But for some reason, it's a franchise I really love. And by franchise, I mean Halloween and Halloween. <laughs> the, the two films yeah. called Halloween. <laughs> Even Halloween 2. I know there's a lot of love for us, the one in the hospital. I think it's... I think it's really slow with some great scenes. Yeah. I like H2O. H2O is fun. Yeah, I um, don't remember a thing about it other than um, Jen, Jen, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Hewitt? What? Who? No, She's it, not in it was it. Uh, Michelle Williams. Yes. And what's his name? The guy. Your man. Josh Hartnett. Him. Yeah. That's enjoyable. Yeah. But yeah, I think uh, this, yeah, fine. this trailer looks good. I think it will hopefully not disappoint. I love Halloween. That. 2020, 2018 one. Yeah. I could rewatch that now. Oh, wait. No, we're I going to. Will. <laughs> yes. Yes, we are. Uh, spoiler. Now, um, so our second bit of news, kind of, I guess. It's not really news. But anyway, it's not really news. news but we we want to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, we do. And so Ghostbusters Afterlife. Um, coming out soon. I haven't got a new trailer or anything, but I don't think we've mentioned a lot about it on the pod. So we just rewatched the trailer. Now, I think this trailer would be a hundred times better if we just had a little subtle burnum, bum 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 bum, just a little bit of theme in there. Because at the minute this is very Hans Zimmer, which is cool, but it's it's a definite different tone to to Ghostbuster one and two. I love as well, and it's fair. Like to say something is Hans Zimmer has now both become a compliment. And a criticism. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. sweeping oh, inspiration. Yeah, yeah. I was like, how dare you make me feel things? Like, just yeah. 
Sometimes I want a bit of cheese. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this spaghetti bolognese is very ham zimmer. <laughs> There's a bit too very much important. paprika in it. Um, um, but I, I like the sto- I like the trailer. I like the premise. I like that it's going back to the original cast as much as possible and having a an acknowledgement of them. The whole thing seems to be set in Egon's house. Uh, my, I think I've, I may have shared my prediction that they carried on ghostbusting, and Egon sealed a rift in that well that we see in the trailer, and he oh, was like, yeah. in the house to guard it basically, um, and that's why he retired everything there. Because in one, it's interesting: the more they fight ghosts, the more they become apparent. So. I think they get to a point where they realise the more they do this, the more dangerous it is, and they have to lock everything away. Um, shenanigans. To quote Vision from Civil War, it's escalation. Yes, exactly. We yeah. are paradoxically responsible for it. Mm-hmm. So they have destroyed the world. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah. Uh, I could yeah, do fair. without Paul Rudd, but I'm just not a Paul Rudd person. I I know I'm on an island. I, I do like Paul Rudd. Mm. I am going to say something very controversial. I am a massive Stranger Things fan. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, totally. I'm yeah. not a massive Finn Wolfhard fan. No. I am, Stranger Things 1. Yeah. Perfect. Absolutely perfect mm-hmm. cast there. I wouldn't... Yeah. Stranger Things 2, I just... He did, yeah. Puberty did him any favours. No, it lost me on after season one. Um, And I don't think you have this movie if Stranger Things didn't happen. Like I. Oh, I complete. Sorry, I completely agree with you. I think yep. this is just... They... That's a format that works, and they're going to apply it to Ghostbusters, which is similar enough to Stranger Things for it to work. Regardless, I'll do anything to hear the Ecto One driving around. Well, that was good. Love it. Um, McKenna Grace as well. I'm a big fan of from the Haunting of Hill, Hill House. House. Yeah, she's great. Yes, really good. She's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant in that. And I'm sure I'm probably missing another really obvious role, but anyway, she's brilliant in that. Uh, and sorry, I, I prepare to be completely wowed by Finn Wolfhard, by the way. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm only judging it on Stranger Things yeah. 3, where I didn't really enjoy it. bastard. Um, that is fair. Um, and it looks like they'll be, I mean, it looks like just steeped in nostalgia. Uh, and something I picked up on only having, of course, rewatched Ghostbusters today is that the um, when their big sky beam, as is rule in Hollywood yes. when that kicks in mm-hmm. uh, the little flecks of lights coming out yes. of it are the same it's exactly the same they've updated yeah. they've used the same effects but updated it it's even got the same dog creature which is hideously yeah, are we getting Zool? Um, well I was thinking Zool but I it's it might do it's got the same hellhound but maybe lots of demons use that hellhound I don't know how you do Zool again to be honest um but well, maybe he's mentioned better. and yeah hey they do it well in this I'd, film I'll explain I'll explain I'm no, not I'm fine. not shitting on this film uh, you shit away that's fine let's see where that gets you <laughs> alright well look on that then let's let's dive into the film yeah Ian, let's do it tell me why'd you pick this film um I love this film so that's it that's my answer <laughs> absolutely fair no, god knows I've hidden behind enough things that way <laughs> I love this movie I've seen it I, I don't know how many times I've seen it. It's one of my earliest film memories is watching all of the books fly around in the library. Um, and has this happened to you before? No, shake of the head. Um, it's brilliant. It just captured my imagination as a child. I was such a sucker for a vehicle and a laser beam. So, like, the DeLorean, the TARDIS, Ecto-1, 
the proton packs and I had the I um no it's actually in the loft I've got an Ecto one and it had the little um trap in the back that like ejected out of the boot and then it would open and then the toy would jump out of it um that's cool it's so cool I loved it and the 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 Ecto one made the noise um so I've just seen this film so many times it is objectively dodgy on the Bill Murray front. And on yep. the CGI front, there is ah, look, there's so much that doesn't work. You'd forget. Ah, no, but like, I'm just going to say straight away, I'm not going near the CGI. No. It was 1984. And in fact, there's only one bit that doesn't work, and that's the dog that's chasing um, um, uh, Rick, Moranis. Rick Moranis. Yeah, that's the only bit yeah. that doesn't work, and it sticks out like a sore thumb. Um, everything else for me holds up. Like, it... it the proton pack themselves, the the lasers yeah, cool. that come out of there, looks so cool today. You don't have to update that graphic at all. So I, think I just I th- love it. I, th- I just think with them, they're iconic. Like they you are, know, it's a bit yeah. like the, what co- like the streams that come out of them. Yeah, that's what they look like. I mean, I'm I'm sure I'm I'm sounding like everyone has ever said, oh, don't remake anything ever. But I like that. I mean, even I I did not grow up with this film. Mm. Um, because I'm much younger than you. Uh, no. uh, <laughs> you only look like that because you've shaved. Uh, that that is, that is true. I mm, mm. Mm. All right, the beard's on the way back. That's all I'll say about that. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I saw this for the first time maybe eight or nine years ago. Oh, so that's quite late to see time. it. So you were like 30, 31 when you first saw this film. About that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a year older than you, yeah. So, um, yeah, um, what you've maybe lose my time ah, sure, when you saw watch the age, first watch the film, age will do that to you, um, yeah. yeah and I, I must confess to not enjoying it when I saw it for the first time. No, I imagine now, not. I did, pref- I did prefer it this time, good, um, because ironically or oddly enough, I've now had a bit of nostalgia on it. Because enough time has yeah, gone by. Yeah, that makes sense, actually. Yeah, once you're separated enough from it. Yeah, and this is a film that seriously benefits from nostalgia. Um, it, If it came out today, it would be... It wouldn't. It Ian. wouldn't, no. It would be, <laughs> be cancelled so freaking hard. Bill Murray Bill is a horrible... Murray. Not Murray. Oh. Sorry, not uh, Venkman. Is a... Sorry, yes. Horrible horrible person he is disgusting and he he should not get the girl at the end by any stretch no i'm not entirely sure he does i think she's still kind of like possessed and out of it oh she must be by the end of the film chat and there's there's a stockholm syndrome slash savior syndrome going on a little bit yeah a little bit um so right let's talk about nice things um yes i have so i've uh, i rarely do this i took notes for this one good lord um because you knew i liked this film well, that's true. I was like, how do I hurt him? <laughs> uh, very fun opening are the first three words I have written down. So this is the library <laughs> and the books moving back and forth. Yeah. Everything. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I um, love that. And the, the screaming librarian into the opening credits, uh, the opening mm. music is brilliant. It's so good. Um, it, this is one of the... It's a movie... My, my first thought was, did they realise they were making a, an iconic film? Because the pieces come together so, so quickly. They pick a vehicle, they 
The branding in this film is fantastic. They've mm. got a symbol. They have a uniform. They've the, it, these four, um, three of them. The three of them get on so well. It's like you're watching a movie off the back of seven seasons of TV. Not the problem with the 2016 Ghostbusters was they were all a bit awkward and separate. They weren't really together. But these guys, you can tell, are just a trio that have just been together for years. Now, Ian, you did promise to contain your misogyny for one episode. Um, okay. It won't be this one. Say something nice about the 2016 one. Say uh, something nice. Chris Hemsworth is in it. <laughs> How did you manage to turn a compliment into another misogynistic comment? My God, Ian. Anyway. I did that deliberately. Um, they use and the same effect well for the proton packs. Done? Yeah. Good. Good. I like okay. that. Slimer's um, in it. That is also good. Yeah. Um, so, I have written down, why is Venkman here? Now, we get it. He's got two PhDs and he's got a PhD in psychology and parapsychology. So, I get that he's qualified. Yep. But why is Venkman uh, To make here? money. He he thinks this... So, Ray sums it up. Um when they get kicked out of the university and he's like, look, that was a really sweet gig. They gave us a load of money. We didn't have to produce results. It was a sweet deal. And that's exactly why Venkman is there. He is riding the intelligence of Raymond until a business thing comes about. Um, So I think he is the business con man game show host and he's hoping the intelligence of Ray and um, um, Ray and Egon, Spangler. Spangler, will pay off. It's it's Ed, Ed and Eddie and he's Ed. Not having seen that cartoon, I'm aware of it. Yes. But, so is, is one of them... Um, Ed is the con, con man. man or... Yeah, he's literally a okay. con man. So Double D is really, really intelligent and Ed is just hanging around until Double D comes up with an idea that he can market. Is, yeah, okay. is that well, show? Yeah. It, it is in a nutshell. Yeah. Um, I have written here. So when they get to Ghost in the library, I just have good old timey terror like what age is on this film because I'm thinking I'm 1984 I'm 11 years old I'm yeah. watching this I have just shit my pants yeah terrifying like when she turns and like like the shh is pretty spooky yeah but then when she turns and just unleashes fury um, that's really properly scary um that was some fairly shit vamping there, Ian. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Sean just yawned and I froze. <laughs> I just I yawned. I was like, I, I was there to see it. Go on, go on, go on. my point. I could repeat it, but... <laughs> but, um, um, yeah, it's... It's just great how they accidentally themselves into a business and fame as well. Yeah, like... Again, with a with a... I mean... I'm not sure how prevalent the belief in the paranormal was in 1984, but, I mean, you put an infomercial out like that today, you don't get hired, you get sectioned. Yeah, it seems like they're accepted very, very quickly. Very quickly! Because no one ever sees the ghost at the hotel. No one ever sees Slimer. Or a couple of guests have seen him, but there's no proof that he's actually in the box. They just walk out of that room with a box that's steaming, and then here's a cheque for (laughs) $5,000. And good luck fixing your uh, ballroom. Yeah. And the, t- and the flowers are still standing. <laughs> we came, we saw, we kicked ass. We kicked it to and, ass. And it, like, the delivery of a lot of the dialogue in this film, like, just... It's so quite... It not, it not saves it. It wasn't in danger of not being safe, but it really, really adds to just how likeable It really is. Like, Spangler doesn't even say much, but every single line he says is memorable. Um... Yeah absolutely everything 
And it's just one of the most quotable films, just, I think, ever. Right. All right. Well, thanks very much, that's everybody, for coming by. Yeah. There you go. So that's, the, that's the end of it. Sorry, Venkman, yeah. I'm terrified beyond the capacity for rational thought. Now, I do have, and I love Spangler. Yeah. But I do have Egon a shit crack written down here. Like, what he does, does just, it just means he delights in, you know, I think it's just after they're walking out from after getting the mortgage. And uh, he just turns around and goes, Oh, by the way, the first nine years is uh, $75,000. He's doing the math. just an interest. On his little thing. Yeah. It was like, Spangler, was that really necessary information to give him right this second when he's clearly shell shocked? Yeah. No, you didn't need to do that. Um, and when uh, what's the receptionist's name? I can't remember. Oh, Janine Mel uh, Melnitz. Yeah, what or a is name. Melts. Melts. That's no, fantastic. Janine Melts. Yeah. What a performance. So, what, what do you do? Do you have any like hobbies? What do you do in your free time? I collect spores. <laughs> she likes and you. Yeah, I like as well. Now I have to say again, don't know what age this was marketed as, but. When he gets out from underneath that desk, is there nope. any question as to what that yes. subtext is supposed to be? No, there's tons of... Ton, ton, he's fixing the computer or whatever it is under there. He's fixing something. Yeah. What? He, he, no, he's... I, th- I genuinely think he's asexual. I'm, I'm not too sure how... How is he a grandfather? Have, I know he's a grandfather. They adopted. Don't be so prejudiced. You can be asexual and still have kids. You can also Judgmental be, um, son tr- of a bitch. I'm not a judge. Let's cancel Sean. How... Oh, please, get and get and give. Sorry, are they, are they um, not your kids if they aren't biologically yours? Continue, please, Sean. Elaborate. Are we done? You're a poor scientist, Dr. Whittington. Oh, ouch. Mother pus bucket. So. <laughs> I, I have written down, you're a poor scientist, Dr. Venkman, as... What a... Pr- he literally has no comeback to it. No. He's just like... And the next thing, they're walking out the hotel... Uh, the, the university. The hotel. The university, yeah. yeah. It's like, th- that's it. Well, guess I en- am. End of. Yeah. Oh. Um, um, yeah. So, what was your what was your favourite part? Potentially raise excitement at the poll. That's why I text you going like, oh my god, Ian, have you seen this poll? You can't have this poll a go. Can we move in now? <laughs> what I love about uh, that is... The, it's just so pure. He's going for like... Uh, Venkman's going for the hard sale and uh, Egon is exaggerating how fucked this building is and how structurally depleted everything about it is and it's like yeah we can drive the price down until ray comes down the down the pole and from that second on the estate agent just locks eyes with the pair of them for like three minutes just like yep you're gonna pay full price because the kid wants it absolutely and i think i i kind of took that somehow she's been tipped off that he's the one with the money as well yeah that kind of makes sense doesn't it yeah, so it's just like, all right, Grant. Yeah, I'm just gonna skip over you two guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and also like, there must have been a lot of money because they don't just get the building; it's like refurbished in the next scene. Within the space of like 48 hours, we think they've managed to like that. get a proper receptionist area in. It's all cleared out. It's livable. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean. How do they develop the proton packs as well? Where's the money for that? Because they are nuclear reactors. Like the, the Money just isn't a problem in this film, considering it's all well, about actually, making money. True. And you know what, actually? I know where some of the money comes from. Um, toward the end of the film, uh, Winston goes, oh, man, this is not worth 11.5 a year. <laughs> no, Winston, nothing is... Get 
get a new job, man. This is not... I mean, that's a little bit more in 1984 Even. than it is today, but that's got to be minimum wage, isn't it? It's got to be. Um, oh. But then again, he didn't really have to do anything other than turn up for the job. <laughs> yeah, and also fight the demigod. And she does this massive list of, do you believe... Oh, I don't know if I can find it. Do you believe in the following and just lists everything paranormal? And he's like, if you're going to pay me, I'll believe what you want. It's fine. Um, I will say they do him dirty a little bit. Like, he's definitely the add-on character. I'm not too sure why he's there. He's not given a lot to do other than be man of the people, I guess. True. And also, that's sort of... um, Also, uh, there's an example of that in the credits... I mean, at the end, it's starring Bill Murray and Harold Ramis and Dan Aykroyd and then everyone else in the film mm. and Ernie Hudson. It's a bit bad, isn't it? It is a little bit, like, because the Ghostbusters have always been, in my mind anyway, have always been four. Mm. There's four of them, and I realise it starts off with just the three of them yeah. in this film. But then, I don't maybe halfway through mm. or something, but he's there for the big stuff. Yeah, he's there for the important stuff. Yeah. I just don't know why. Like, he, It's almost like... They realised partway through that they needed a fourth person. I was like, well, who can we find? But the, the, for me, the chemistry is fine between the three of them. Uh, Janine, I I remembered her, but I didn't remember her being as funny as she was. And her line delivery is brilliant. It's so deadpan, the, isn't it? It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> and like the fact that yeah, like Egon hasn't a clue that she is... She's not hitting on him. She's getting a baseball bat and hitting him. (laughs) Ghostbusters, Um, what do you want? (laughs) Oh, it's so good. We got an actual call. We got one. Yeah. So good. That's brilliant. And, yeah, but, like, the the story is all Dana and, you know, Zool and Gozer. Yeah, it's Gozer. Gozer, yeah, correct. Yeah, and the key master. I am the key master. I am the gatekeeper. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. Like, I mean, bad as it was, anybody else feel pretty good for Rick Moranis in this? Like, hey, good for you, mate. Rick, I think he's it, his arc is hilarious. How every time... um, Oh, dang it. I've forgotten her. Dana, sorry. Every time Dana, like, comes back to her apartment, he's there waiting because he's so desperate to, like... I don't think he thinks he has a chance, but he just wants to spend time with her. He just wants to be with her. And it's yeah. so adorable. I'm not even sure if it's that deep. If it's just yeah. like, oh, hi, Dana. Well, I've got some friends coming over. We're having a party. I can text it because they're all work colleagues. So if you want to come over, we're going to have some hummus. I've actually got a date. Okay, you can bring him too. Yeah, okay, I suppose you can okay. come by with him. Um, the best bit about that uh, scene is that she like the party's going. There's music blaring. She tiptoes past, and he still comes out and catches her. So he's even watching through the door this whole time. Yeah, he must do. Uh, yeah, he absolutely must have done. Um, but that's uh, it's really funny how that turns around and <laughs> they end up kind of together in the possessed way that they do. Um, I'll tell you what's yeah. really creepy though. It's when... Everything Bill Murray does? Well, yeah, all of that. All of it. Yeah. But it's when Dana cool. is in... When Dana is in her chair, and the hand yes. comes out of it, and three hands come out of the chair and just grab her and touch her face, and ah, gives me the heebie-jeebies. It's very... Um, it's very poltergeisty. Yeah. 
you know, that kind of, yeah, it's frightening. And there's more of an adult tone to Ghostbusters, say, but it's still kind of on the edge of family friendly. Yeah, it is. I don't. I really wonder if it is a family film, because especially when you get to the bit where Dana's possessed and she's given the come on eyes to um, to Venkman. They. She does say something about you want to be in this body. She, she yeah, says. no, yeah, yeah, no. She literally says, "I want you inside me." That's that's the words that she says. And Bankman's just like, "Well, no, I think there's at least two people in there already." <laughs> to, that's that is Venkman's one saving grace. He doesn't that, take advantage. Yeah, which is such a low bar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> such a low, low bar. This woman like, is great. He doesn't take the opportunity yeah. to jump onto her as she is possessed. It's like she is Peter Venkman. If that's what we're judging you against, she is clearly try harder. Demonstrably possessed. There is no doubt that this is not Dana. Well done, mate. <laughs> like, there's no way he could have got away with that. Um, which makes you think I, like, that's the only reason he didn't do it. That. Or, oh, I, I don't know, like, there's moments of this film where there's a Vakeman who would have said, oh, but I didn't do anything to Dana. Thanks. You're going to jail. Yeah, you're, you're going, going to jail. jail. Yep, 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 yep. But it was Zool. Jail. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, but, and yes, Bill, I mean, he is that sleazy character, and yet he's supposed to be charming, and I'm sure some people can find him as such. No. Um, I'll tell you what I love. This, this film... I think this film is paced perfectly, and I think this is why I can watch it so many times, because it doesn't take too long doing the introductions and getting the business set up. They have a brief kind of period of six, seven, eight minutes where they're enjoying their success, they're busting ghosts, they're getting loads of attention, but then logically, with that that attention, brings unwanted attention um, in the form of the EPA. Which is the same Yeepa. It's the same Yeepa. These these people are bastards wherever you find them. Um and they quite rightfully want to know where the ghouls and demons are being stored. Now there's nothing wrong with that, but when they like bust in and demand to turn off the power, that's a dumb idea. It's like just because you don't know how they're doing it doesn't mean you stop them doing it. It's pretty like it's just like lads come on now would you bust into oh dear i've just thought of quite a quite a prescient joke to this that probably isn't that funny it's like guys would you just bust into chernobyl and just switch off their storage facilities <laughs> which happened two two years after this yeah. now we know the epa went after this film clearly um <laughs> but like no don't do that you dumbasses yeah if you don't understand technology don't start hitting buttons the bit that's over the top is um what's your man's name from the epa peck walter peck um Mm. he's so vehemently against the ghostbusters and is so anti-ghost in the face of all of the evidence ironically the people that the people that do believe in ghosts despite there being no evidence, are the same as this guy that refuses to believe in ghosts, despite there being loads of evidence. It's the same. It doesn't matter what you put in front of me. I'm going to believe what I mm. want to believe. And he's just... Uh, la, 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 I don't hear you, la, la, la. Like, yeah, exactly. It's like recording yeah, a podcast but... with me. <laughs> yeah, well, basically, yeah. Oh my God, here's the most perfect film in the world ever. La, la, I had la, issues. La. Fucking of course you did. Is there a, is there a uh, score? I, I didn't notice it. <laughs> 
I will make it my business to see that you never score again. How does that sound? Oh, that's yeah. harsh. Unnecessary. Yeah, I take that back. I'm sorry. Thank you. I'll cuddle you. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I don't know why I got a gross out. Um, I might catch it. <laughs> Not that, the other thing. There you go, yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, oh, oh. No, no, that, not did, that. Did that penny drop there? Yeah. Yes. <sighs> um, right, okay, good. Uh, <clears throat> Ian. Yes. Why did Venkman have Thorazine on him? <laughs> there's no good reason. Now, I know there's that podcast I do that you hate, but I can tell you that Thorazine is not something that you just carry around with you. Did you cover a medical film on You're on Crank, mate, recently? Oh, you mean... Captain's part of shit. You mean the other one. Anyways. Right. I haven't even heard... No, you need to cut that because no one's supposed to have heard it yet. Good. Live in, live in fear. Ugh, yeah, I don't listen to this. Um, yeah, there's no reason. And he just casually says it. I was like, yeah, it took like 17 doses of Thorazine to put knock around. I was like, why did you have it? He doesn't. It should have any. He's not a medical doctor. No, he like at really all. Shouldn't. Uh, uh, like no. Uh, there is a joke. Uh, there is a joke that has unfortunately, although they couldn't have known this at the time, aged quite poorly. Oh, go on. Uh, it's when Janine turns around and she's saying to Spangler, "I'm actually really psychic. I feel like you're going to die." Oh, oh, but that no, but that wasn't even meant to be a joke. I know, yeah. but that's really sad. No, it Although, is. Although you could say that he's the catalyst for afterlife, and she's in afterlife. Yeah, so. I I really like that through thought, and I, I wish we had more of a Spangler. He's in it. He's almost like Hannibal Lecter. He's not in it very much, but he really steals it. Um, he's just off eating people's livers, like yeah. Um, uh, tell him about the Twinkie. <laughs> <laughs> if this was a yeah, if this was a the the ordinary amount of of spectral activity is the size of a Twinkie, this Twinkie would be the size of like fifteen football fields. Yeah, use a Twinkie. Why not? Hey, it works. They're basically works. radioactive. Uh, he also gets one of the best lines, and even it's funny if it's in the scene where um. I, I, I like say I'm ninety percent sure it's in the scene where they do the this man is dickless, this man has no dick, mm. and it's actually Egon gets a great line where um, Peck says something about it being a load of baloney, and Egon just turns around and goes up and says, "Your mother." It's like, <laughs> yes. Okay. Flipping <laughs> heck, Egon just turned up. Yeah. <laughs> um. And then in that scene, I have Mike the Cardinal is the perfect summary of the Catholic Church. We see something's happening, but we're not going to comment. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we can either confirm nor deny that God did or did not do this spectral ghosty shit. And everyone is, like, just kissing his feet. Like, yeah. I don't know why he's in that scene. It's like, oh, thank God. The scientist is here. He's dressed like a cardinal, but <laughs> we take his word as the truth. Uh... <sighs> What's your favourite bit, Ian? Um, I... Oh, man. My favourite bit... Oh, boy. All of it. So I really, really love... the. <laughs> there's the chest pumping of... As much as I slated Peck for doing it, when he turns the power off and everything goes to shit, 
the tone of the film suddenly changes and everyone needs the Ghostbusters. And eventually they convince the mayor that, hey, look, you've got... And I love the logic. It's You've got nothing to lose. If we're wrong, mm. that's fine. You let us do something, nothing happens, and then you put us in jail. But if we're right, we can fix this and we can help. And it's when the, the Ecto-1 is driving through the street and everyone is cheering and just like, yeah, they're here to save the day. And they're all eat, eating it up. They all take a moment to do like a... Despite the disaster around them, they do like a little victory lap of all of the crowd. And just like, we're here. We're here to save the day. Go us. Yeah. I was like, ah, hey, weren't you supposed to see that girl, Dana? That'll be fine. That'll be fine. It'll be fine. Big round. And Big round. it's the fact that I don't mind that they're never really ever in danger. So even when they're on the roof and everything is going wrong and they're firing the proton beams at mm. um, Zul, they get blasted, they get zapped. You're never worried they're going to die. They're just kind of there, just hit her again, just zap. And it's just fun to watch. There's no fake hmm. drama. There's no, this person gets knocked out and, oh my gosh, they're going to die. Um, it's it's possible to know that they're going to win without having that robbed or having that spoiled. Um, I still worry for them, but it's fun to watch them kick some butt. I laugh as well because there's the scene where they reverse the polarity yeah and you know it's a big massive explosion but i mean there is a big massive explosion we're talking the, the entire top of nakatomi tower yes diehard blown out yeah and there's not a scratch on them yeah and there's not a, it's just like that was the one moment that kind of went really they're incinerated yeah like that that's there, there's no there's some best case scenario they got pushed off the side of the building oh at best yeah and then the fall immediately killed them or they got vaporized on the way down for liability purposes, it is the ground that will kill them. Yes. <laughs> um, but on, not to jump ahead, but they're all covered in Stay Puffed Marshmallow, apart from Vankman. And you've got to think that's a Bill Murray thing, where he's just like, I'm not getting covered in that shit. I'm having my oh, moment. That is perfect. I, I got that exactly. <laughs> he just walks out and just goes, and it seems like such an improvised moment, he just goes... I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine. And they just turn and just walk toward the two. I was like, it's like, I like that. he was hiding behind all three of them and he's just completely unscathed. There's like a token bit that's on his shoulder. But all the other three are caked. They are, you don't know which one's which. And I have to say, if that was William Atherton as well who did the stunt, when Peck gets covered, it's a bit like above and beyond. <laughs> Give that man a raise. Yeah. That was <laughs> my just God. disappears. It's like that waterfall uh, that takes out the kid and as the waterfall settles the kid isn't there anymore he's just he's not in the oh shot god. <laughs> oh god um, dark but yes. yes yeah this this film um, kind of has two finales that i absolutely love once they kind of zap zool this, this just clear your mind of everything clear your mind of everything <laughs> and just for that entire scene when you know it's coming just watch ray for the entire thing. Oh, yeah. Because the second he hears that footstep, he's like, nah, I fucked up. <laughs> like, this one's on me, not... sorry. Like, I, did, I mean, the logic obviously wasn't sound, but I understand the logic of, think of the most harmless thing in the world. Yeah. But, yeah, 50 foot safe off to Marshmallow, it's going to do but a bit of damage. Why is it 50 like... foot? Why is it so... Why did he imagine it's so big? Why not tiny? I like if they just imagined a little pixie or something, yeah. would they just been able to step just a on carrot. it? Then, there you go. Just a carrot yeah. or something. I don't know. Um, a giant bubble. And then <laughs> it's his 
explanation when Venkman is like, so, well, what did you think of? I just thought of the one thing I could never be scared of. And the grin on his face as he's walking through town stomping on people. He's so happy. Oh, it's just, I mean, I love it, but it's so ridiculous. But that's, no, that's, it just, I mean, it was pretty much all in anyway, but it really goes all in at the end in terms of just the, uh-huh. I was laughing because, again, it, it's so long since I've seen it, but uh, when we get the first exterior shot of Dana's building, mm-hmm. I was just like, I was, well, that's not real. No, CGI is yeah, fuck. I, yeah, it, it stands out. And I, I was just kind of like, is this, having forgotten, it's like, is this going somewhere? Oh, it's a massive plot point. Never mind. I buy it. That's fine. <laughs> exactly. That's grand. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's got to be Because it's very there. like, uh, oh yeah, is it Shandon? I think uh, is the name of the designer. He was this cult leader yeah, back the, in the whenever. He built it out of reverberating ectoplasm beams that, mm. yeah, as a focal point for things. As you do. As, as yeah. you do. I love how Egon, Egon's just like, this man was either a genius that was ahead of his time or a fucking madman. <laughs> I, I, I literally have written down, Egon seems way too happy about Shandon. Yes, he's like, I don't know uh, which one this guy is, but I want to meet him. What I would love yeah. is a Ghostbusters time travel film where they go back in time to... I mean, how Ghostbusters and time travel hasn't meshed together yet, I don't know. I'm sure... Well, actually, yeah, I'm, I'm sure... Wait, Afterlife. That'll be it now. Afterlife, it'll all be time oh, travel. Oh, man, I hope so. I really do. Um, oh, just on Egon, the only time you see him lose control is in the hotel. So when they're in the dining area and he just loses it, like he thinks Slimer is behind the bar and just goes for it. And Venkman and Ray are just like, whoa, 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 nice shooting, Tex. And he just goes completely gun-ho. But oh, I love, I love it. That. I love it so much. I like when they take down the chandelier and Bill Murray, again, Bill Murray's delivery is excellent. And yes. he's like, it's okay, the table broke the fall. <laughs> Don't worry, it's fine. It's grand, cool, it's that's great. fine. But it's oh. also, not to keep ragging on the 2016 one, but there is logic to how they use the, the proton beams as well. So it's like, right, Egon, you zap it. Venkman, you zap it again, lower it down, put it in the box. There's like proper teamwork. There's logic behind what they're doing. Yes, the crossing the streams is the most foreshadowy example of foreshadow in the history of cinema but it was a little bit wasn't it but it's now crossing the streams is just a thing that you say like if anyone says don't cross the streams it has come from Ghostbusters Um, so I I think it's the most allowed bit of um, I wish they hadn't gone quite so deep on it because he's just like yeah no it'll be the end of the world like a black hole will open up it's kind of like Doctor Who when yeah, no, if I ever meet myself, it will be the end of time itself. Oh, hi. Um, Starring Matt Smith yeah, and David Tennant. Exactly. At least Christopher Eccleston isn't here. Um, but Well, the 60th is coming up. Yeah, Matt, I think so. Because he's now kind of, he's back in doing like the big finish books. Um, so I wonder if he would be tempted to to turn up. I'd love it. Love it, love it, love it. Yep. I'm here for um, it. Um, but yes. Is there anything you don't like in the film? Yeah, the Bill Murray stuff was really hard to watch this time. It genuinely, it's hard. He's as bad as Groundhog Day in this. He's as creepy. Huh? 
I've I've somehow managed to not see. I've seen every parody <laughs> Whoa, of Groundhog Day, you've, but I've actually you've done not seen what it now. You've yeah, I've seen. I hate to be the no, person I, that says you've not seen this, but you've not seen Groundhog Day. Yeah. Oh, there's there, there's there's a list of films that'll turn your hair white. So yeah, that I haven't seen. All you need to know about Groundhog Day is that he uses the opportunity to seduce this woman in every way he can. So he tries again and again and again and again and again, and he takes advantage of the fact that he knows stuff that he shouldn't know. And I think somehow he's worse in this. He's just such a creep. I don't know how you root for him when he's just... <laughs> like, when he's in Dana's apartment, he's like, I'm just going to go for it. I'm madly in love with you. I was like, you met her an hour ago. Yeah, this isn't a Disney film, mate. No. And it's not. he's not in love. He just wants some fun time. Mm. Um, but uh, at the same time, he then has some funny lines, like when they're climbing up to the at the very end, when they're climbing up to the top of Dana's building, and he's like, "What floor are we on?" It's like we're somewhere in the teens. Okay, let me know when we get to twenty. I'm gonna vomit. <laughs> I'll just hold also, on. Hold on. They get to floor twenty. I mean, that building is like Couch. enormous. Yeah, and floor twenty-two is where they come out onto the yeah. uh, all of the nonsense. Oh, bullshit. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't know how big your ceilings uh, are in this place. There's some Star Trek V deck name n- numbering going on Yeah, here. exactly. Uh, um, but, uh, no, I think that's the I, only I, thing I don't like. It's the only thing that hasn't aged well. And the the, the beast dog that chases Rick Moranis, hmm. um, which I think is Gozer. I thought, I think, isn't David Bowie Gozer? And then... Zool is Dana, and then sorry, you got me there with David Bowie. That took me a second. <laughs> oh, I mean, like, yes, it's, it's it a Ziggy Sardis. Yeah, like, it is. Yeah, and I think that's Gozer. I thought that was Zool. No, I've Zool seen this film so many Hitler. times. I just have never paid attention to the plot. <laughs> Apparently not. Yeah, I don't care. Um, I just want to see Ecto One driving around and the proton packs. That's it. I, I nobody blame you. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It is. It's. It, it's good. It's good. For, I have um, a funny moment where where Gozer is walking out of those big double doors at the top of the stairs. I just have Sony TriStar written across that because it just reminded me so much of the the, yes. the Columbia yeah, lady holding, holding the, up the torch yeah. and and then the Pegasus as well, putting the wings out. So that's what I was expecting <laughs> to see at that scene. That's a good point. I probably won't be able to unsee that now. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, I've just found the um. The back and forth at the very end. The choice is made. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Nobody chose anything. Did you choose anything? No. Did you? My mind is blank. I didn't choose anything. And Ray's just like, oh, shit. It's like, what did you do, Ray? I, d- I didn't do anything. What did you do? <laughs> As if he uh, pooped on the carpet. It's the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. <laughs> And it is, I mean, that's iconic piece of cinema. Oh, it is. It's the most bonkers thing to to storyboard this. It's like, how are we going to end? I mean, the Marshmallow Man, let's do it. But it's just, just like, so iconic he, now. Yeah. So good. It is. Um, it, was, it was one of the weird things while I was watching this as well, that Sigourney Weaver, who plays Dana... This is post-Alien, but pre-Aliens. <laughs> I don't know why, but that's mind-blowing. That's weird. Me. Yes, it is. Because there's such a gap between that and Aliens, so it makes sense. Yeah. Um, but I, I love Sigourney Weaver in this. She just... She's kind of if Ripley was living in the 21st century, uh, the 20th century, 
she still is a little bit Ripley, but if she hadn't, she? yeah, if she hadn't gone to the Marines and hadn't met, Alien, think of Ripley in Alien before okay. Alien turns up. She's just a pilot. She's just a normal person. Okay. I'm not thinking okay, Ripley yeah, in three and four. I'm thinking pre-Alien Ripley. Okay, no, I can, I can, I can see that. <laughs> it logic. might just be I... that Sigourney Weaver doesn't have a very wide range, and I just see her as the same person. That's probably it. You can, you have to agree. You can't just nod. I'm saying not. <laughs> you nodded. I'm going to start doing. I shall not be drawn. I'm going to start doing YouTube videos again, and we'll see that nod. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm quite glad I didn't record this Zoom call. Oh, oh, no, neither am I. Shit. <laughs> So I really hope your audacity's recording. What did you do? I mean, well, I it nearly heard. wasn't. Um, glad it is. Good. Um, um, I yes have run out of things to say about this film. I like it. Yes, I think it's fun. It's super fun. It the two uh, hours goes quick. This is a is it two hours? One forty five. One forty five. It goes quick. I don't think it needs to be much longer than that. To be fair. No, um, no. I, in fact, if I got tiny to criticism, and I don't know what you would cut, but I do think there is a little bit of lagging every so often. But there isn't any one section where I'd be like, "Nah, chop it." I oh, know. I love I think- it. I love it so much because I no. Maybe there's one scene I'd cut, and that's the psychic bit at the very beginning, where he's buzzing. That's just a setup that uh, thinks an arsehole. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what it's there to tell you, and there is plenty in the movie that will tell you that on its own. True. Um, like he's sadistic. Yeah, he is just sadistic. Um, yeah, man. I just I wish we had more movies of this, and I wish we had a TV show. I just want to see Venkman, Ray, and Egon together, just doing stuff. I was gonna say we we do have a TV show, Real Ghostbusters, the cartoon. That one I watched. Yeah, that was good. It was never quite the yeah because it was wasn't quite your tempo. Yeah, it's not quite my tempo. Yeah. A chair at the wall. Um, no, honestly, that's I could gush about this film for a much longer time. Um, I love it. I love the, I love the props. I love the. Did you think much about the score? I can't remember it. Other than that, well, that's it. Like if you think music from Ghostbusters, yeah. you're thinking of Ray Parker Jr. and you're thinking the Ghostbusters theme because it's a bloody iconic so piece of music good. and that's what I mean about did they know it was going to be iconic because you've got a song written for it you've got uh. the vehicle the, the uniform everything you've, I don't know it's just some films they must have just known that yeah this is going to be good but then I guess there's so many where it just they weren't yeah it's like that. I just I, pure, I don't know um, it's certainly look. it looks like it was created to do merchandise and they accidentally made a film. Yeah, you might be right, actually. Uh, and that's not... Look, Yeah. there are worse and better films that were both created for that same reason. Like, the entire Transformers film cinema thing is from a toy. Correct. Yeah. All of Star um, Wars' money is from a toy. Yeah. Uh, from toys. Sorry. All of the money that it's made is from the toys, not the films. Um, but yeah... You know what? We just we defended Venkman during the um, possessed scene, and I've just found another quote. I make it a rule never to get involved with possessed people. Actually, it's more of a guideline than a rule. He yeah. was close. Yeah, Peter Venkman. Yeah, I'm does, sorry. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No. Anyway, 
Let's see if he comes across any better in Ghostbusters 2. Now, Ghostbusters 2, I've seen considerably less than I've seen Ghostbusters 1. I've never seen it. Interesting. I... I've seen it less. I think it has a better story. But I can't remember much about it. (laughs) I know painting. The painting is what you need to know. And it has a better villain. And that's, yeah, it definitely has a better villain in it. Um, Right. Yeah, but I'm looking forward to that. Um, Just revisiting these films is so much fun for me. I love it so much. So thank you for putting up with me gushing about that, Sean. That was that's grand. It does not happen very often, Ian. So it was delightful no, to hear you I, gushing I about most, anything. I hate most movies. That's... <laughs> that is absolutely true. Oh, Ian, what? we forgot. Oh, Cinema Sins, Trek Culture. What culture? You're on crack, mate. Do you have anything else? No, no, no. That's it. No more. No more pods. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put on. You set the tone. Um, no, I said you, no you more. Don't, you have nothing else. No. Cinema Sins. That was. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. I could never remember with you. Do you not have any other side oh, pods uh, or anything? Sif Pop, yeah. There right, we go. That was, I couldn't remember. Occasionally yeah. guest. Yeah, there we go. Go and see those hey. things. The adverts are done. I should probably re record the plugs at the end. <laughs> uh, or I mean, I could. But well, I'm I mean, not going you to. could. No, you so. won't. I mean, Sean couldn't even be bothered to be here. <laughs> it's still there. Yeah. Bye, everybody. Love you guys. Bye. Uh, took long enough, but I finally got back into the room that he locked me out of while he was recording the plugs. So, hey everyone, check out our podcast on Twitter, at EnglishIrishGTM. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, um, I'm really glad you listened. Sean didn't care enough to be here. <laughs> Find us on Twitter. We love you guys. We love you too. Bye! Bye!